Welcome back to another episode of Kate and Isaiah Living Large. I'm Isaiah. And I'm Kate. And on this episode, we are joined by Dan, who's going to talk to us a little bit about his life experiences. Welcome, Dan. Yeah, thank you. Uh, before we get into talking to Dan and asking him all kinds of questions, uh, do you have anything you want to plug? Anything you got going on, Kate? The, the next thing I, ha- I would have just come off, I would have, I just came off a show last night at uh, in Fredericton, my first Fredericton show, which was February 20th, which I was super excited about. I'm hoping it went well. And uh, says me from the past. <laughs> and looking forward, I'm doing a show in Hampton on March 23rd, which I'm looking forward to. So get your tickets to the Old Foggy Distillery. Um, pretty excited about that. I'm gonna. I think I'm opening for uh, a bunch of great acts, including Michelle Petit and a special mystery headliner. Ooh. So ooh, very spooky, very exciting. <laughs> well, that sounds uh, very interesting. Um. So yeah, let's just jo- let's dive right into it, Dan. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, introduce yourself to the people. <laughs> the people. Uh, Dan Culberson. Uh, I'm 45 years old, and uh, I live here in St. John. Work as a professional photographer. I'm very fat. <laughs> um, Join the club. Welcome. <laughs> what else? Uh, what else do you need to know? So, so I, I'll, I'll, I'll jump in here. I first. Uh, knew who you were because Julia Wright did a magnificent piece about you on CBC about five years ago. Um, beyond seeing your photos, beyond just seeing your name on pictures and things like that. But you did this incredible piece with Julia where you're walking around the Irving nature park and you're on a, a weight loss journey. Then can you tell us a little bit about that time and when that was exactly and uh, what was going on then? Yeah. So that was in 2019. Um, I was, so I, I've been large fat since uh, as long as I can remember, I guess, since I was a little, little kid, maybe, maybe starting around six or seven years old. Um, and around 2019, uh, I weighed in at 499.6 pounds and finally decided that's enough. Um, I ended up losing about 185 pounds. Wow. Um, and around the time Julia did her, her piece, uh, so I had written a Facebook update on my birthday in May, at which point I had lost about 70 pounds. And Julia said, can I do something, you know, about your weight loss thing? And I, I was like, no, nah, I want to wait until it's a little bit more significant. When I lost 100 pounds, I finally agreed and said, yeah, I'll, I'll talk about this publicly. Um, so, yeah, I lost 185 pounds. And then uh, I wish I could get back to be that guy. Um, COVID happened. Not to make excuses. Um, but but, it's a big one, but, uh, and I, and I, I took, um, a job that I love very, very much, but it was quite stressful or not. It's not stressful. Sorry. It's, it was quite time consuming. And, and so my habits all radically changed and I've put more than a hundred of that 185 back on. Um, so I'm well over four again. Um, yeah. And then that's, like I said, I wish I could get back to that that guy who was in that interview with Julia because it's been a massive struggle. And again, you know, maybe I'm just saying these things to please myself, but I also had to realize that that's actually the norm, not the exception. Um, there was a guy, another guy who lost quite a bit of late, quite a bit of weight publicly, and we went to coffee one day after I had lost 150, 160 pounds, something like that. And he said, <clears throat> he was very encouraging. 
But I also remember he had a very specific moment where he was like, listen, when this turns around, because there's going to come a day when you're tired of this, because I, I went pretty hard. Like I, I was eating spinach and chicken and yeah. walking two, three hours, a lot of days. He said, when this ends, he's like, uh, you have to promise me you're going to be kind to yourself. And I knew what he meant then, but I really know what he meant. And have you been? It's hard. It is hard. I know it well. <laughs> um, when, when you decided to do that, you reached that near 500 pound mark um, and you made the decision, then what, what was the first thing you did? Um, so I weighed myself. It's funny. I, it came, you know, a lot of people want to say like, oh, I, I discovered a love for myself. Mine almost started out of a hatred, <laughs> like a, a self-loathing. Um, and, and, you know, that's, that's been a constant battle throughout my life, I guess, between loving myself and loathing a little bit. <laughs> um, very common. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you don't, you know, I, I, I said at the time, I, I've, I've said several times since you don't get to be this kind of extreme size without some struggles that are more than just, you know, I'm hungry. Um, right. yeah. even though it, it feels very much like just hunger setting aside that what was the original question what was what, <laughs> what started um i just decided that i wasn't going to get any heavier and i was following a bunch of stuff online about losing weight and so i thought i would tr I, I actually don't remember exactly what i changed but i weighed myself daily which is something they don't recommend um for four or five days and it went down a little bit and that was encouraging enough mm -hmm. yeah. to just snowball. And I got, and I did some unhealthy things too, where, you know, as anybody who who's checked their weight a lot, you're going to plateau and you're going to go up a little bit, yeah. even when you're doing the right things. 100%. And, and so when that happened to me a couple of times, I would not eat for 24, 36, oh, 48 man. hours just to, just to see that scale go down. Yeah. It became almost an obsession. Yeah, it totally was. I made it my, so here's the other thing. I worked for myself at the time. Right. Um, as a, as a photographer and doing some web work, um, web development type stuff. And, uh, and so I had that freedom to walk, to do, to do the walking. Um, where was I going with this too? <laughs> Cause I started <laughs> thinking about, uh, so you, so time. you had the freedom to have your own time be flexible because you were working for right. yourself. And, and also I could do things like, nap in the middle of the day for an hour right if you I need to after you walked for three hours I, right and also just like that was a way to put hunger out of my head and to not think about things as like i'll either walk or i'll go lay down right um so when you were doing this did you have any interventions did you go to a uh weight loss organization or was it all on your own planned online none of it was planned um and no not really uh which you know maybe people will also credit to my failure um, no i've they, never i've they, never it's not a failure dan and i'm gonna no. say because i and this is coming from a very uh, from a place of a lot of uh self-loathing and uh horrendous things that i've said to myself over the years but it's really in the last year couple of doctors my own doctor and then my brother-in-law who's on the show that it's not your fault this is not something that you did to yourself, although it very much feels like that. It is a it's a it's a medical thing that 
you know, and I'm not a doctor, I can't say that, but that's what they said. <laughs> and they are doctors. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, and so, like, I totally get the self-loathing. So you didn't do this to yourself. This is, like, the way this plays out. And after I had um, posted a big post on, on Facebook that went very minorly or whatever. St. John Famous. Had, like, yeah. yeah. Had, like, 400 likes, which is, like, insane compared to, uh, you know, when I post a picture and get six. Yeah. Um, <laughs> There was this guy from, I think it's called the Canada Obesity Network. And I don't remember his name. And I don't remember if he was a doctor or doctor adjacent in some way. But he reached out and sent me a bunch of stuff about how the, and I'm going to get these medical associations names wrong, the Canadian Medical Association or the Association of of Doctors. I I don't know what they're actually called. Had recently just changed obesity to be a chronic disease. Right. And... That was an eye opener for me. That was like, oh, this is this. I knew it was something I struggled with my whole life. And I knew I would always struggle with it my whole life. But when you put it within that framework, it it really. um, I don't know. Yeah, it was a little bit more forgiving to say, oh, this is this is a disease. And when you start to understand it that way, I guess it, it opened up a lot of different ways to think about how to treat it and how. I don't know what I'm trying to say. How it'll always be an ongoing right. kind of thing. Yeah. And so in saying that, so back then you're like limiting yourself to chicken and, and spinach and probably no very little carbs and walking like. Yeah. And I ended up doing, so I was like, I was reading a lot online, but I wasn't following any specific program. I ended up doing OMAD uh, one meal a day um, kind of by accident and okay. never formally. I never was like, this is what I'm going to do. Right. But I ended up. Pretty much a lot of times I would eat a very small lunch, like, and then a pretty big supper. And that was kind of what I did for all that time. And again, that's another habit that was really hard to keep when I went, went, took on employment, which I also really needed. Um, And, and, and I've since learned, and this was surprising to me that um, the, the research, and of course, you can find research to say whatever you want, but <laughs> sure. the, the the kind of consensus that I came to and that I've seen um, is people who maintain weight loss actually usually eat a pretty good breakfast, um, which is not something I've ever been at yeah. <laughs> to this day. But um, you know, the two the two things that that I see in my research for people who lose significant amounts of weight and maintain, and and by significant, there's usually a measurement of like thirty, sixty. Five or ten percent. One of those is usually the research yeah. um, scale. Uh, is that they they eat a good breakfast and they exercise what I consider relentless, which is like an hour a day or more of moderate exercise. And that's a and that's not easy to find that time when you're a busy person, you've got a busy job, busy life, wife. You know, we we all prioritize what's important to us. Right. Like I I could find that time. I I spend you know wild amounts of time watching tv <laughs> but but um yeah it's hard it's hard for me to prioritize it for and it, you know and sometimes it just takes a moment where you're like okay it's time again and something hits and you just go um i remember listening to that interview i listened to it on the radio and i had to pull over because i i was in my in the middle of a of a weight loss period myself or i just started or something like that i can't remember exactly and i pulled over and like bawled 
I was like, this guy's speaking my language. Like, I, I know you. I don't know you, but I know you. And I, it was had such a profound impact on me. And I've like thought about you a lot over the last five, five or six, five years now. Yeah, five years since that time. When wonder how he's doing. I really don't know this person. I thought about like sending a message. I was like, that's crazy. I don't know. <laughs> There's not a person I know. And I was so excited to have you on the podcast. Actually, when Isaiah said, I was like, he does. That's so exciting. I really am interested in what you have to say. And uh, and so. Going through that journey, the ups and the downs, I, I, it's so freaking hard <laughs> mentally. How how have you coped with that? Like, how do you how do you take care? How do you take care of yourself? Hard. It's embarrassing. Um, I guess I'm not taking care of myself. <laughs> is the correct <laughs> answer to that? Like, like um, I could be doing a lot better. Um, yeah. I don't know that I have a good answer for that question. Well, and other than keep struggling. What do you, how does your, what are your conversations with your wife about it like and things like that? She's very supportive. She was very supportive of everything I've ever done. And she's very supportive when I lose. And she doesn't need to say anything to me. I know. I know. And so we don't really talk about it in those, um, terms and and maybe some people would think that we should more but I, I think our relationship's really good that way she knows that i know and i know that she wears some of that weight too and that's hard that is hard um do you do you have a do you talk to your doctor about it and that sort of thing like, have you ever really cons- bad at going to the doctor? I feel like oh, I'm, I feel like this is. We are, and, we and I was are. a little worried that it would be like this. No, I'm sorry. Um, no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I'm not great at going to the doctor. And my experiences with doctors haven't been great. Um, I remember when I was, and I, and I wrote about this in my initial sort of uh, Facebook post. I remember when I was a teenager going to the doctor and I was 355 pounds. Um, Shocked me at the time, and yeah, shocking. You're teenager, seventeen, and uh, he gave me this single sheet of paper. I don't think this doctor's practicing anymore or anything. <laughs> I I don't know. Um, and on one side was like these three diagrams of people, and and they each had sort of a different size belly, and it was like overweight or obese, overweight, healthy, and then there was like sort of an explanation of what calories were. I think I don't remember exactly. And he was like, you should go on a 2,000 calorie a day diet. And the other side of the sheet of the paper had some information about that. But there were no, at that time, there were no apps to track this. There was no, I, I think Weight Watchers existed, but I I, uh, I did try that later in my 30s. Um, but there was no sort of other information. So it was like, you know, you'd go home and go, how many calories is a potato? I don't know. Like, what am I going to do? <laughs> Get out an encyclopedia? And they were like... <laughs> Exactly. burn this in something and measure the energy like i don't know did, they, did he ever refer to you to like a dietitian or anything no. that's crazy no like, and I, i've been like extremely lucky that i haven't had a lot of other medical issues that necessitated right. going to the doctor i mean maybe lucky's the wrong word well uh, i've been fortunate that i haven't been affected by by much that way so um i haven't had to i guess have that many experiences i do you know um so when 
I went for an infection. I can't remember now when it was. Um, but we, I, I had a sort of one of the first discussions with my current doctor about weight and, and he's really good, but he's like all doctors. He's super busy. And, and he was telling me about how I should lose some weight. And he was like, you're going to have, Oh, he was really surprised at the time. Cause I didn't have diabetes, which I now understand is like actually pretty common for like extremely obese people. Right. Um, but kind of on the edge. And I, and I still don't, but I'm kind of on the edge all the, I have been my whole life. And, uh, and at the time he was like, you're going to have high blood pressure and you're going to have this medical. And this year I went on blood pressure medication. So, you know, I know all those medical problems are coming. People, people my size don't live to be 80. You know what I mean? Like, no, um, I, uh, I started taking blood pressure medication when I was in my twenties and then I went off of it for a while. And then when around 2018, 2019, when I was, when I had a fair amount of success, I was going to the gym all the time and was losing quite a lot of weight and pounds or something like that. And I went to the doctor one day before I'd started losing any weight and she was like, okay, I'm going to have to go on another pill. And I was like, another pill. And I was like, she was like, yep, but keep working on it. So I went back and I was feeling really good. I'd lost like 30 pounds or something in between visits and she took my blood pressure and I was all like, okay, this is good. I'm going to be able to come off a pill. This is going to be great. And then she's like, oh yeah, it's higher. I was like, I started to cry. I was like, but I'm doing everything right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what am I doing wrong? And she was so sweet. And she had been my doctor since I was 11. She recently retired and she's also my parents' doctor. And uh, she said, you know, keep doing what you're doing. It's not your, sometimes you, you got to follow the diet and exercise plan. That's going to help. But Sometimes you just have to blame dad because <laughs> yeah. yeah. he also struggles with high blood pressure. But, and so, you know, thankfully you have great genetics that way. But. Yeah. High blood pressure is the one thing that definitely runs yeah. uh, in a wider family, but yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it's one of those things like I, you're talking and I'm like, Oh, this could be my voice. <laughs> like, um, and so, what now? Like, what, what, what are your, what are you thinking? Like, you've, it's fair to say you've been in a plateau kind of state for the last little while. I would say I've been gaining pretty consistently um, since 2020, I guess. So, yeah. whatever that rate yeah. is. Um, and that, that continues right up till almost today. But I, I really do want to turn it around. Um, I don't think some sort of extreme thing is the right path right um i proved that tried that proved that in the <laughs> experiment of my life yeah uh i really in some ways if i could plateau it right now and bring it under control that would be the start of success um i really and it's funny as i started putting weight back on i didn't notice a lot of little th the little things that you notice and when you're really large and i'm noticing them again walking up hills you know walking up a set of stairs Chairs, all the things that fat people talk about. Like, all of the things you have to do about. today to do this podcast. <laughs> uh, you know, the, the, I, I noticed them all again, and they're affecting my life. And that was a big, that was a big thing too. I was, I, like I said, I was pretty lucky with not being um, too affected in, in other ways that, that a lot of people are um, yeah. who are extremely obese. Um, but when I started losing weight, I was going day after day of like, oh man, it, like my back hurts when I wake up and you know, you want to blame those things on age as you start to get to 40 <laughs> yeah. and now I'm, I'm well over 40. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when I lost the weight, you really have to admit to yourself like, Oh, that wasn't age at all. That, yeah. that was yeah. all weight. That was a hundred pounds. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
So yeah, I'm I'm there again. Yeah, I mean the, the 2020 story is the story of like a lot of people, right? It's COVID hit. A lot of people were not really moving because we were told to stay inside. And then, you know, I always blame skip the dishes and DoorDash being way too convenient. <laughs> and uh, it is it's, it's the story of a lot of people at this point. It's just 2020, 2021 kind of snuck up on everyone at that point, right? Yeah. And it's like, you know, you, you and I've said this too. It's like, yes, you can prioritize and you can make excuses. That was a really difficult time for so many people, for all of us, collectively as a society, that's led to world events and wild things that have played out politically and socioeconomically and all of these things that, of course, is going to play a role on our person, too. And for you and for me, it's something that plays out in our weight. Like, that's that's the thing. That's where it's going to hit. And it sucks, but... You know, it's literally one step at a time, and I don't know. I can't, I have no advice. I have no nothing to say really because I'm dealing <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, but uh, a bit of an aside. But when you're talking about like COVID, because I do agree, like it was a it was a massive thing, and it was like stress that you didn't understand because I right. I didn't feel that personally affected. But there's a, like a low level anxiety to like what the hell's going on in the whole world right. the whole time. I remember I was really lucky when I was young to get to know my great grandparents a little bit. And I remember hearing other adults say at the time, you know, something they would do and they'd be like, oh, they do that because of, of the depression. And I feel like in 20 yeah. or 30 years, people are going to look at, at us and especially people who are maybe a bit a bit younger than I yeah. am, you know, um, in their, you know, who are in their more formative years as they went through this and be like, oh, they do that because of the pandemic or because of COVID. Yeah, 100%. Like, oh, they walk into a crowd of people and constantly sanitize their hands. Right. Oh, that's because of the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we have self-cleaning hands now <laughs> in 2077. <laughs> Wouldn't that yeah. be great? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, uh, I think that's great for this uh, episode. I think we can wrap it up here. Um, we're going to do a part two. We're going to talk all about your photography and uh, all that fun stuff uh, next week but uh, until next week uh, you have anything you want plugged in any presence on the internet you want people to find yet uh, people can go to danculperson.com and find links to see the the current photography project i'm doing and uh, and find links to my instagram and facebook and that's basically all the social media <laughs> i do so Perfect. yeah thank you guys so much for uh for having me in for having this talk i really appreciate the uh the the, the podcast and uh, I especially appreciated the the episodes with with the doctor and, and your openness and your transparency and I think maybe when I was younger if I had of had more people like that because it was it was only ever treated like like a, a failing and not something that people dealt with in an ongoing way um, maybe that would have helped so thanks for doing this problem thank, thank you, you for coming on thank you uh where can find people find you on the internet kate i'm too busy crying <laughs> uh, you can find me at kated kate d on instagram uh at fat caitlin on tiktok uh the caitlin dean on x uh caitlin dean on facebook and we're at kate and isaiah living large on facebook and i am at maritime brews on all the social social medias uh also, if you are listening on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever, uh, you can always jump over to YouTube and watch the video as well. Uh, and if you are watching on YouTube, like, subscribe, share. Ring that bell. Ring that bell for that notification that we've posted a new one. 
Uh, and of course, uh, you can find uh, the links for Dan's site in the description below uh, and all that fun stuff. But until next week, bye. Bye.